With us today is uh, the former commissioner of the NYPD. We got a big mess in our hands, not only in New York, not only in Chicago, not only in San Francisco, almost every big city we have. So with us today is Bill Bratton. Bill Bratton, what the heck is America going to do? Well, we've uh, been here before, John, in the late 1980s, early 90s. Uh, America was in the midst of a crime crisis at that time. Uh, we got out of it, and uh, New York in particular, as you well know, we live here, uh, literally for almost 30 years, had crime going down every year, so that by 2018, it was the safest year in the history of New York City in terms of crime. Uh, around the country, uh, they did not do as well. They were doing pretty well, but not as well as New York. But uh, it all began to fall apart uh, around 2018-19. And uh, my own belief is that this, this crime crisis was not created like the one of the 80s around uh, drugs, crack cocaine, et cetera. Uh, lack of uh, attention to uh, uh, quality of life type of activity, uh, not having good systems to go after serious crime like CompStat. This crisis was uh, created by uh, political leadership around the country, mayors, governors, uh, national uh, 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 officers. Uh, with the laws that they passed, the attacks on police, the attacks on our, uh, our criminal justice system, uh, this is a system that was uh, created by political leadership. And it's going to take political leadership to get us out of it by passing laws that work passing laws to control behavior, passing laws that finally might do something about narcotics addiction, something about the homeless, something about the emotionally disturbed, something that for 50 years the politicians have been dumping that onto America's police forces. So America's but police it's forces coming from us from so many directions. Uh, we're being, oh, it's, it's, I, I hate to say the word invaded by the migrants, uh, but, you know, we, we can understand getting a thousand guys, a thousand people. But I think New York has up to 70 or 80,000. Well, the issue with the migrants, John, is not so much crime that comes with them, because ironically, the different studies I've been exposed to over the years, including going back to my time in L.A., the migrant population uh, uh, basically uh, does not commit as much crime as the population that's already here, uh, native-born. Uh, understandably, a lot of what goes on in that community is not reported to the police because of fear of the police coming from the countries they come from. But the co cost of the migrant issue is the idea of to house them, to educate them, to take care of them medically. And we're seeing that in New York City. They're talking, what, five to eight billion dollars to deal with the 50 or 60,000 that are coming. So it's not so much the issue of crime. There's the vast majority are going to find work. The vast majority want to be here to work, educate their kids like everybody else. But it's the overall cost to our government that's already bursting at the seams with, with costs. Uh, as I look at what Albany just passed for a budget, what City Hall is looking at for a budget, where's the money going to come from? None of them are coming from taxpayers, and where are they going to go? They're going to go to Florida. They're going to go to Texas, where they don't have the taxes we have in this state. If you live in New York City, New York State, in the city itself, the taxes almost triple what they offer the whole state of Florida. I spend the first uh, six, almost seven months of every year, John, paying taxes. In other words, every dollar I make, basically, in the course of a year, the first six, seven months of the year, 
all I make goes to pay taxes. I'm in a 54, 55% tax bracket. Uh, and it's, uh, thank God I, 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 I'm working and I have income, but, uh, that is phenomenal. If I were to move to Florida, I'd be down, I think, almost immediately down to in the 30s. Uh, no, and, uh, it, it's, we're fast approaching a breaking point where our very progressive, uh, political leadership in both the city and the state are just spending like drunken sailors that uh, uh, there's no, no limit to what they're doing. And uh, that's the frustration because that money, uh, unfortunately, is not being spent where it's going to be needed to deal with emotionally disturbed, the increasing drug addiction. Instead of trying to get people away from drugs, we have policies now, we have vending machines to encourage them to stay on drugs. We're going to make it safer for you to use drugs so you can spend the rest of your life not trying to get off drugs, but to stay on drugs. And what happens when you stay on drugs? You want the next high. You want the next higher high. So you graduate from marijuana, you graduate to heroin, and you graduate to the next thing. And that's the problem with addiction. It, 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 there's never enough drugs. There's never enough high. And that's effectively what we as a government are now starting to support in city after city, state after state, this idea that uh, we will sustain your drug habit rather than try to get you off the drug habit. It's the world's, world's turned upside down in many respects. We, we've turned, uh, we, we're, we're pushing our people, I mean, our borders are open. We're pushing our people to become drug addicts. We're pushing, you know what I'm scared mostly of? That our 12 to 26-year-olds will get hooked on drugs and, and ruin them for the rest of their lives. I mean, well, our education system, our, our universities uh, are under siege, and the the Chinese are feeding more money in than ever before, but they have to be, I don't want to say more loyal to, to China, but we're under attack in so many directions. Well, the China issue also, uh, so much of the illicit drug uh, uh, trafficking is creating deaths basically drugs that are created in China and smuggled in from China, fentanyl and all the various uh, derivations that we're now seeing recently. Uh, I was just uh, uh, in Italy for two weeks on vacation, fortunate to go over there for two weeks. I did not smell marijuana for two weeks. Came back to New York and literally, boom, as soon as you get back into the city, it hits you in the face. The only positive about the red cloud we had last week that uh, we didn't smell marijuana for a while because we were smelling other stuff. And it's, uh, so the legalization of the marijuana issue, for example, uh, kids now 12, 13, 14, 15 can get, get a hold of it. It's so readily available. If we're selling it illegally in 1200 shops around the city, you think they care who's coming in to buy it? They're not checking for IDs. It's a cash business. And the city has totally lost control over it. The state has lost control over it. No, what's so frustrating, John, is that, uh, our systems, uh, stretch to the breaking point and in some instances have broken. And the only way we can fix them is effectively through political leadership. Uh, but to get the political leadership that's necessary, we really have a, a, a big struggle because in this city, this state, that the primaries control who basically gets uh, into office. And I understand that the Republicans have about 30% of the vote, Democrats about 30% nationally. But in the middle is 40%, people like myself, probably people like yourself, although I think you're a declared Republican, but the centrists. Uh, I'm, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, I'm an independent. I vote, I vote an issue, I vote for the person. 
And those 40% can control elections. They certainly uh, help to control national elections. But at the local level, centrists don't come out to vote in the primaries. So what do we end up with in New York? Uh, basically, we get the progressives come out to vote and put in their candidates who are then elected in the general election. And what do we got? We got Albany. We got a progressive city council where I think, what, 40 out of the 52 city council members describe themselves as progressive left, or as we would describe them, woke. And uh, no wonder you can't uh, get control of, over any of the stuff that uh, it's, it, they have created a climate where anything goes. We got to make a change in 2023, 2024. Otherwise, our country is in tough shape. Bill Bratton, no, thank it, you. It, it, we'll, we'll keep trying. All the best, John. Have a good day. Thank afternoon. you. Thank okay. you for everything you do, and thank you for speaking out, and we'll catch up again real soon.